First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvoita, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the Pot of the Everyman, the Two Beers Podcast. I'm Jordan, here with Drew. Drew, how you doing this week? Uh, doing good, man. We might have to start calling this the two two beers and half tequila. Uh, I guess it doesn't work. I'm trying to spin that off two and a half men, but you get where I'm going with that. I'm just letting it ride. I'm letting the train ride. Nice. So you're implying that you're crushing some tequila as well as beers? Uh, I was tequila. I was crushing it last night. going to crush it tonight. I'm just going to drink my Seton Hall Sours away. Ugh. So I was I was thinking about this. Remember, like early in the season when we were playing the fight song, and we were all pumped. Yeah, we were calling it. We were you know bragging about the University of Seton Hall. <laughs> uh, on that note, let's life assume comes, life life comes at you fast, man. Life comes at you. One fast. minute, one minute you're winning, and then ten seconds later you're going to overtime. Yeah. Um. By the way, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. 13 seconds my wife can never say that that's not long enough ever again <laughs> assume positions three two one ah. um i'm kicking us off here with a toppling goliath uh king sue what you got uh sincoro tequila and this tremendous mango juice that i got from costco I'm telling you, man, like, if you don't have a Costco membership, everybody, like, get one. Like, you're really missing out. Like, it's not just a joke. It's it's a real thing. Kirkland, Costco, just go for it. Cool. Cool. Cool Coolsies. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Costco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice? Like, have, you ever seen, have you ever seen Yes Man with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love oh, – so it's such a – underrated carry movie i let with norms like oh i got that all at costco i get large quantity i get i get large quantities at discount prices i can get your card put put a good word in for you can anybody get one of those no <laughs> no no i don't think so oh okay yeah put it a word <laughs> uh all right um yeah. so kick us off man with with uh this fight we had gary russell uh last weekend yeah so gary Rice, russell uh Fought and defended his 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 126 title uh, against Messiah. Who's still gonna screw this up? Messiah. Messiah. Yeah. Messiah. Yeah. Uh, a crazy stat was it was like he's been champion since 2015, so he's the longest reigning champion. But he's only had five title, five or six title defenses. Yeah. <laughs> so they were putting up crazy stats of how like um, pr- uh, Prince. I always forget that guy's name. He was. Uh, Prince Nahid. Yeah. The, yeah. How like he was out. He had like in the same amount of like time. He had like sixteen title defenses. Like just crazy stats. But yeah. anyway, uh, first he missed weight. Which I there's certain Twitter accounts that every fight they tweet that somebody misses weight, and I just I never know like what's real and what's like popping up on uh, on Twitter as a joke. But yeah, Gary Russell Jr. missed weight, which was like wow. So he, uh, you know, he had an hour to burn off the, the, the half pound, pound, whatever it was, which he did. So that's always, you know, for us a sign of concern as to, like, wow, like, how did you miss weight? Uh, 
then there was talks he's he was like leaking out there in an interview that he possibly was injured coming into the fight and you know then we get into the ring and basically he wasn't fighting with his right arm so he uh i i, I guess he had a a torn it was a was that a ligament in his shoulder is that what he said after the fight I don't know what he said, but basically um, he comes out and he looks rusty and Magsayo is pretty much carrying the first five rounds, but it's pretty competitive. And all of a sudden from round what, either five or six on Gary Russell Jr. throws zero jabs. Zero. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His arm that he, he threw a punch with his with his right and jammed his shoulder, so whatever shot he took or whatever just stopped working, and he just could not use his right arm anymore. Um, but I, I will say, like, so Magsayo ended up winning pretty handily. Um, well, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know it from you wouldn't know it from the scorecards or like Twitter box. Like, I mean, I mean, we always say Twitter boxing's fun, but like respected boxing minds still also agreed that it was close. Yeah, I don't know how anybody thought this was close, judges I, I, included. Yeah, so what did we get? We got a we got we got a draw, a one fourteen one fourteen, and then we got two one fifteen one thirteens, which was just absolutely. Wait a minute, you just said four different scores. You said no, we got a one fourteen one fourteen. So that's a draw, and then we got two one fifteen one thirteens. Oh, okay. I th- I thought you said uh, something else. Sorry. I think that's what I said. But either way, that was so majority a majority decision uh, goes to Masayo. I like people were giving, and it was weird because like I people were giving Russell like rounds like four, five, and six. He got outlanded twenty to four in round five. I know it was. What's his our our guy on the Porterway podcast? I always forget forget his name. Um, not 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 Anthony B and not the fight hype type guy, but the guy that's always rocking the Cavs gear. I think that's one of Sean's the, like, with the big caps. Yeah, yeah, like he like he I was he was tweeting out his scorecard and he like he had him winning the fifth round. I'm just like he got outlanded twenty to four. Like what did you? I get clean shots versus you know arms things like that, but Masai, I thought Masaya was was hitting like clean shots in there. He was. I, he was. It wasn't like yeah. I I don't know. I. I, I had it I think our score was one eighteen, one eleven. Uh and I was I thought I was being generous to Gary Russell in some of the later rounds. The later rounds were definitely closer from a total punches landed perspective because Masayo def- he definitely took his foot off not, the gas. Not really. I mean No, nah, I mean he was he was outlanding them by only like three punches in the in the later rounds. For the okay, most for I, the I, most I'm, part. I'm look I'm looking at it. Yeah, what do you read read off the punch stats. Just just so, the just the just the round by round. Okay, like, starting later. round one, 11 to 5, 16 8, 16 10, 14 7, 20 to 4, 8 to 5, 16 to 4, 10 to 8, 8 to 5, 11 to 4, 12 to 2, 8 to 7. Oh, wow. So maybe not as many as I thought. Okay. T- yeah. it, was, it was 150 to 69. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was even close because, again, um, Oh wow, Gary Russell actually landed more jabs than Mixayo. <laughs> Gary Russell landed eleven. Mixayo landed ten. Um, that's funny. But the the funny part was Gary Russell made it very competitive. Yeah, just with his defense. with his defense, and Mixayo had tons of swings and misses. 
But Gary Russell wasn't hitting anything back because he couldn't use his one arm. <laughs> so, like, he was, it was entertaining to watch him fight a guy with one arm and play defense. But that doesn't mean you win the round. Yeah, so, I, I, I agree. I just, uh, I, I just, I don't get it. And you can't, and, like, when you're scoring it, you can't score it. Oh, well. He's doing this with one arm. <laughs> like you can't right. uh, like yeah, that sucks, but like you can't like that's not how you like it's not you're not handicapping it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, oh he made him yeah. made him miss six times. It's like and he also got outlanded sixteen to four. So yeah. like his his skill was way on display, but it also didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Uh but yeah, I agree. Like even without the shoulder like he did look he did look right i mean he looked rusty in the beginning and messiah messiah hurt yeah. him a couple of times and i mean you usually don't see Gary Tag, tagged him pretty good yeah yeah uh i thought he was gonna i thought he was gonna knock him out i think it was round two he got some really good shots in and russell looked like he was he was wobbling a bit but you know it was what it was so he gets the he gets the win it ends russell russell's longest uh i think he was i think he was the longest reigning world champion yeah. Uh, so that ends now. I, I mean, listen, he, it's his second professional loss. The only loss he's had was to uh, who was that to again? Uh, some guy named Lama 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 Chinenko or something. Some, yeah, something like that. Some guy like that. Um, yeah. So it's a second loss. I mean, again, people aren't going to put a lot of stock into it because of the injury and 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 whatnot. But you know, for me, I'm just like, eh. I mean, listen, now now maybe 126 can unify because Gary, like Gary Russell, like only with you know he was saying like, ah, oh, you know, the big names won't fight me. That's why I only fight once a year. It's like, all right, well, cool, dude. But like, there's other champions like in the division. Like, go fight them. What you, <laughs> like, why why do you why do you need to go fight? And I and I like Gary Russell. It's not like I'm not a, I'm not anti Gary Russell, but like, what do you need Javante to like meet you at 130 at catch weights and things like that? Like, like, like Navarrete's there at 126. Like Warrington's there at 120. So like, you have p- tons of guys that are in that uh, weight class. So now maybe we'll see some of these uh, unifications. Give me, give me Masayo versus Navarrete any day of the week, man. That's a fun fight. Is it? Yeah, I mean, it, I think, it's. Well, I, think, I, I, I mean, just the, think Navarrete just wipes the floor with him. I, I, but I think I, I think he's gonna he's gonna be game to fight though, right? Like it's he's not he's not gonna be backing away. Uh, no, he's not. But he's gonna be falling over. I, like, that's fine. I mean, I don't worry about <laughs> that. But I mean, uh, just be yeah. I I think he gets his friggin' butt whooped by Navarrete. I, I just think I think it's a fun fight. I, th- I think I think it's two guys that will absolutely. <laughs> Nobody's caring about defense in that fight. You know, they're both. No. Just gonna, they're both. Well, gonna that's go a out. good point. Yeah, that's Navarrate. what I'm saying. Like, it's not like Navarrete is going to play defense. Yeah, and that's that's what. Yeah, that's what that's what you need. That's what you need to do to try to stand a chance against Navarrete because his output is so high. You have to just try to just knock hurt him, him on like, the way in. Yeah, yeah, you have you have to try. So, yeah, that's my that's my take on. Uh, on what's next there. But yeah, there's a lot of good guys at 126, so we'll see. Um hopefully it's not like a rematch next, so like you know, cuz Russell will have to heal and then like we won't see, you know what I mean? Like we won't see any of those guys fight for another 9 months and then it's just again the division just gets watered down and the champions don't unify. So so we'll see, but you know, it was uh yeah, it was fun. It was it was free on Showtime, so it was worth uh, you know, worth watching. Yes. Um, it it was fine, um, and then uh, was there anybody do, on was there anybody on that undercard? I don't even remember. Nothing I cared about. Okay, 
was gonna um, say, do you want to? The only interesting thing on the undercard was that the first fight, which I I did not watch because I uh, I think I was watching bat one of the basketball games, but um. Oh, the football! Sorry, the football game. It was the the Packers game was on the Packers Niners. Uh, the Horsens. Yeah. Uh, in the first fight, there was like a like there was a a guy got knocked down, clear knockdown. The ref called it a slip, and then they act shockingly. They actually interviewed the ref after the fight. And, oh yeah. And showed him the replay, and he still while watching he the still replay, didn't see it. Yeah, yeah I was like, oh, no, I don't. I still don't see. Like, <laughs> like, Jim, Jim left, Gray was left like, hook, left do you see clean? the left? Yeah. <laughs> do you see, see the, the left, left hand? <laughs> <laughs> it's like no i don't i don't see it it's like okay i, I don't know what to say right now <laughs> yeah that was funny that um, was funny yeah yeah it was, um, it was, but that to me that was the only thing uh all right you want to do news or you want to do your guy you want to do the the fight the upcoming fight this weekend let me do the upcoming fight all this right weekend. go for it baby so um i'm i'm, I'm a little bit excited for this one because it's my boy robson Conceso out of brazil 33 years old um against xavier martinez um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Nico Ali Walsh is the most notable name on the undercard. Another four-round fight. Just fought, like, what, six weeks ago or whatever, Drew, so... The, yeah, in December. In four, when, I mean... When we were there. His four-round fight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he's another four-round fight. Um, but, yeah, Robeson, man, uh, I, I'm excited. Uh, this is... It's supposed to be a really good fight. Everyone's saying this is... Like Martinez is is uh, a good matchup for him. Um, last time we saw Conceição, he was fighting against Valdez for the 130 title. It definitely looked like he whooped his ass. Valdez was a mess after the fight. It, Valdez popped for whatever the heck that drug was, and then he still got to hold the belt, and they still got to fight and everything. And yeah. um, because it was on that Indian reservation where there are no rules or whatever. So that that was odd, but um, so Conceição got screwed. Uh, so now he's coming into this fight, and he oh come on page, he is uh, well Z- Xavier Martinez is seventeen and zero with eleven knockouts. Robson Conceição is sixteen and one with eight knockouts. Um, the tail of the tape is five uh, ten for Robeson Conceição and he has two inches on Xavier Martinez and they have the same reach um Xavier Martinez likes to stand and throw he doesn't do a lot of movement so I I'm I think this I think this is going to be a sneaky good fight it's on ESPN yeah Yeah, I think it's honestly going to be like a fantastic fight um I definitely think people should should tune in. It's on ESPN Plus. It's going to be late night, like ten, I think ten p.m. Uh, and then the ring walks might be like midnight again because they're in the the center of the country. Um, oh, where's my uh, the odds here? I I got I can't wait to tell you these odds. I've done I've done absolutely zero research for this since this is your guy. I was going to leave it all to you, but I'm yeah, still... yeah, no, that's good. I'm just going to rally, <laughs> and I don't want to spend a lot of time on if it. If I if I a... hit this if I hit this over under on rounds, I'm truly the goat. Yeah, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because it's it's kind of like a niche fight, but yeah. it, it's on it's on the app and everything. And anyway, but I I I this yeah this is my guy. Um, the odds for Conceição to win. Plus one fifteen, Martinez minus one thirty nine. Martinez is actually the favorite. Favorite, okay. Yeah, interesting. Um, 
over under rounds. I'm not going to go easy and say ten and a half because that's easy. I'm going to get creative. I'm going to say eight and a half. Nailed it. Eight and a half? Eight and a half. God, I'm the fucking goat. Literally did not do one ounce. I don't know. I, I don't know the records. Like the like the knockout stuff records. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm amazing. Tell me I'm um, amazing. You're, that was you. Say you are the you say are the goat at that. Say it. I, okay, I'm, you you are the goat at that. I you, you don't have to yell at me. Uh, well, minus minus three forty five for the over eight and a half and two plus two forty for the under to go the distance. Yes is minus two seventy eight, um, and no is plus two hundred. Uh, and then the the winning method breakdowns is Conceição by KO plus six fifty. Uh, Conceição on the points plus 180 Martinez by a KO plus 325 Martinez on the points plus 165 um, Martinez is a heavy puncher I, I get why why he's favored and these guys don't have a high knockout percentage so I get why people think this is going to go the distance but I just I I can't get off of Conceição, and maybe this is just maybe I just have the rose-colored glasses on. And after he got screwed versus Valdez, maybe I think he's just going to come out firing. But like, yeah. I'm just watching Martinez stand there in the pocket, get hit a lot by a bunch of patsies, and I'm like, he's going to come up against someone who can actually throw and get hurt. Yeah, I I think Conceição is going to knock him out. I I I think Conce this is I think he is going to dig deep and bounce back, but. See, Conceição's 33, Martinez is 24 years old, so it's kind of like, this is also Martinez's shine, time to shine, and like, catch Conceição coming off of a loss, and mm. Martinez to like, gain some momentum for yeah. his career, so. Um, the only other tidbit I wanted to add was, oh, wait, where'd it go? Both of the well, I already said their ages, twenty four and thirty three. But both these guys' birthday is October twenty fifth, same as your host right here. So I, I just I, that cracked me up when I saw that. Uh, that it. being that being said, I'm excited. What do you, I think, so what, what's what's your prediction? Uh, uh officially, Conseil's out a win because that's plus whatever whatever I said it was plus uh, one fifteen. But I, if you press me a step further, I'm gonna say Conceição in like the tenth or eleventh. Okay, you got Conceição. You got you got him by KO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I think I, I I think he accumulates. He's going to. Here's the thing. He might get knocked out by Martinez because, like I said, Martinez has some, a little bit of heavy hands for this this weight class. Okay. Um. And he's gonna Martinez is gonna stand in the pocket, and Conceição likes to too. Conceição moves a little bit more. I think Conceição can do more things, but it's it's a younger guy versus a little bit older guy. So I always tend to lean towards the younger guys, but in this case, I just feel like I just feel like Conceição got screwed, and he's he has something. I feel like he's gonna come out angry. Yeah, I like I like Conceição in the cards. One sixteen, one twelve. Okay, nice. Anyway, that's. So that that's that's my skinny on on that. I I I'm more excited than I should be for it, but I'm I'm pretty pumped. Hey man, we all we all got one of those, right? That's right. Um, so you wanted to talk about some boxing news and notes? Yeah, just a couple couple upcoming things. So uh, the uh, where we thought we were going to have possibly 
some step-asides in the heavyweight division. Uh, it looked like Joshua and Dillian White might actually take step-aside money and let Usyk and Tyson Fury uh, fight go right to each other for the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Apparently, those things, they, that fell through in like the nth hour uh, today. So I believe the Fury-White um, fight will go to purse bids tomorrow. I think that's I think that was the extension, um, since they they couldn't come to an agreement on the on the splits. I guess interesting that like of course Eddie Hearn's basically blaming Tyson Fury, saying that they didn't really want to fight Usyk. So that's why this is happening. You know, Tyson Fury's basically saying they were too greedy with what they wanted for the for the step aside. So that's why it's happening. But sadly, either bottom bottom line, we're not going to have an undisputed heavyweight championship fight. You know, here in the next you know seven seven eight months, which is which is disappointing. So we'll probably get Usyk. I assume I, I we'll probably have Usyk Joshua. I bet you that ends up happening now at the end of April. And we'll probably have Fury versus Dillian White. I'm gonna guess that doesn't happen until like May or June for, for whatever reason that those two aren't gonna fight any earlier. You know that's that'll happen. But so that's the heavyweight landscape. Uh, <laughs> oh, which whichever fake title Tank has at 135, as we predicted, Raleigh Romero has been mandated the challenger for Tank friggin' Davis. <laughs> So now we're gonna end up getting Tank Rally, which is just like absurd. I, I hope I hope we don't hear Leonard Ellsby be like, ah, oh, you know, we were deep into negotiations for a Lomachenko fight, and then you know we got mandated um, for this like fake belt that means like nobody recognizes this championship at all. Like nobody even talks about it. It's not even like the Haney thing. It's like this is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's insane. Like I I love Tank. I think yeah, I I gush over Tank this is just a waste of his time and you know for for fighters you want to try to get them as the least amount of fights as they have to go through with the most money this is just a waste so but we we called it we called it we called it months ago and it looks like it's going to happen so (laughs) cool great great and i think that's it other than just again, everyone just playing the waiting game for the Canelo lottery ticket, but he got a couple offers to fight Bevel, be I think Bevel twice, um, Charlo, you know the works. Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot. What am I trying to say? Long oh yeah, way and, to go. and, and, and Andrade, uh, he vacated his 160 title. He's going to move up to 168. So yeah, there you go. I think I think that's everything. That's everything. Um, okay. Next topic. NBA catch and shoot. Uh, I'd say the two things to talk about here are the all-star selections. Yes, yes. But first, I wanted to ask you, how's Clay been doing since he's been back? Uh, he's doing all right. Shooting, he's, he's averaging 14 a game. I mean, he's still playing. Um, I forget what the minutes are. But I think it was like 23. Yeah, I mean his percentages are down. Something. He's only shooting like forty percent. But I mean that's you know that I that I expected. You know, I think he's forty percent from the field. He's like thirty, you know, thirty percent from three. So he's just he's just getting a lot of shots up, trying to get back in rhythm. Um, defensively, he's looked he's looked pretty solid, which is you know surprising because I thought that he looked pretty terrible here for the first couple of months. So he's looked pretty good. 
And uh, he's actually been getting to the basket a little bit better, which he attributed to having to play so much one-on-one while he was hurt. You know, I know, you know, my my fellow uh, two-for-one host, uh, Tory White, thinks uh, I underestimate his ability to get to the basket. Uh, I've seen too many plays of him dribbling and just it going (laughs) haywire. But, uh, yeah, Clay's been – he's he's pretty good. There were (coughs) – they lost (coughs) – excuse me. Oh, man, Rob Bipe, hold on. Oh, tequila, Ooh. baby. Oh, my God. I, got, I think I got some mango pulp stuck in my throat. I'm good. Um, uh, anyhow, uh, they had like a little dip in there. I think they were like four and three in their last seven games. But, you know, Curry didn't play a game. Uh, Draymond, Draymond's been out. Draymond's got what I got. I think he's got a herniated disc. So I, that that's worrisome for them, uh, depending on what's going to happen. But, you know, I mean, they missing him defensively makes them a whole different team. So I wonder if uh, Draymond's working on a podcast, though. Uh, yeah. Well, and well, and he just signed a, a two year deal to be part of like the NBA, like the TNT crew, like while he's playing, which I okay. really I, I like when he's on there. But it's like he's pretty much handcuffed. Like when he made a comment about Devin Booker last year, they fined him fifty thousand dollars for Tampa. <laughs> so it's like. What's he gonna say? You know, I I don't know, but yeah. I like Draymond. I'm I'm all about Draymond when he's done playing. You know, being an, an announced guy, but yeah, it is yeah. what it is. So yeah, but I mean, listen, they're you know, I think they're three back of the the Suns for uh, for the one seed. And the Suns are on another you know seven game win streak. So all things considered, the young guys are balling though. Kaminga is uh, starting to hoop a little bit, getting yeah. some getting some See, burn. That's more what I was expecting. Like the young guys get some burn, come around, and then they. Then they add. Uh, I wasn't expecting like Jordan Poole to come out of the gate and be like <laughs> auto, most improved yeah. player. Poole, yeah. Auto Porter, you know, those, like Auto Porter's uh, played well. You know, um, Gary Payton. Gary one. Well, Gary Payton uh, the second. I don't think he's junior or is he junior? Whoever it is, Payton's kid. I mean, he's actually been really good. Which people were stunned that they they cut Avery Bradley and opted to keep Payton before the season started and. Uh, Man, Peyton's been really good for them. So, uh, like I said, hopefully, I don't care what round. I'm not somebody that's like, ah, oh, like this needs to be the conference finals. Like, it, as long as two teams that I want to see play each other play, like I could care less what round it's in. But like, as long as we can get at least a seven game series between the Warriors and the Suns, I'll consider this a successful NBA season. So nice. hopefully, hopefully we can get that in the West. Nice. Um, and then also just getting to the uh, All Star yes, yes, selections. Yes. Uh, two way wigs. Two. I, tw- I I can't believe the outrage that's on social media right now. Like I, I I'm flabbergasted. Uh, yeah. So all right. So the Western. This is and these are the starters, by the way. So by the fan vote, uh, LeBron. Wiggins and Jokic make your front court because why everyone wants to cry and complain. Remember they remember they changed it so they couldn't have centers anymore. Now it's front court players. Uh, yeah. And then John Morant, well deserved. Really happy that he uh, shot up the uh, the guard list there because he was yep. like tenth a few weeks ago. And Steph Curry are your Western starters or your Western Conference players. Um, you know, because they don't do. Because we can't, we, we yeah. can't just do East versus West anymore. It's yeah, like we got to yeah. play a pickup game. Yeah, because the West had all the good players, so they had to change it. And now, like all things, things even out, and uh, now here we are. But the East, uh, I'm about. They think, man, they got this right. I don't care what anyone says. So Durant, Giannis, and Embiid. Whew. Man, that's that's just fucking scary. In the front court, 
And Trey Young and man, Demar Derozan, man, kudos to you, bro. Gets gets voted in again, absolutely well deserved. I mean, he has been awesome this year. You know, back to Toronto, you know, basically Toronto Derozan, but just a much better playmaker, very efficient. He's got the Bulls in a great spot. But yeah, like people that are going nuts about Wiggins being a starter, like first off. He was making the game. Like, he's been, like, the talk of the Warriors. Like, his efficiency, you know. I mean, he's averaging 18-4, and four, but he's, you know, got really good shooting numbers. And he's one of their better players defensively. Like, he's, like, you know, they're, they're the second-best team in the league. And he outside of Draymond, he's probably their next best, best defensive guy. Like, yeah. I don't I, – I guess if you're offended that he's now a starter, you don't understand. But, like, who – who in the West – like, what, what shoot – what small forward – is is having a better season than Wiggins that should be starting. Like, Paul George has been out for like a month and a half and isn't coming back. Like Paul George would have been would have would have been the guy here, but you know he's been out. Like he's got hurt. Like I I don't know I don't know what the the outrage is. Like people that are like oh Devin Booker. I'm like Anthony Edwards. He's their their guards. Anthony Edwards is a guard. Like Devin Booker's a guard. They like they do guards and then they do the three front court guys. So I don't. Like I just don't understand like who it is that people like would want to see. How tall is Anthony Edwards? I don't know, but he play. He's in. I'm pretty sure he's in the guard. Uh, the guard side. I guess Carl Anthony Towns. I guess if you, I guess Towns, you could say is probably that because he. But he's a center. So yeah. So it's front court. Yep. Anthony Davis. Like. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's Anthony, Anthony Edwards is six four. Yeah, he's a guard. Like he's in the guard. Like when you voted, like he's in the uh, he's in the guard selection. I'm trying to find. Is he uh, a guard? Yeah, he's a guard, dude. Him and him and D'Angelo Russell are guard. Like they're guards. Like yeah, like he's like on the wing, like a guard. Yeah, he's a guard. Like I I don't I don't know what people <laughs> just screwing with you now. I hate you. I hate everything about you. Like here, <laughs> but like here's how it went. Like it went LeBron, Jokic, Wiggins. Draymond Green. All right, if you want to argue Draymond Green, I like I I won't I wouldn't argue with that. Porzingis. <laughs> no, God no. He's been good. Yeah, he's been good, but he was he hasn't been good all year. Like he's picked it up a little bit. Um, like all right, Paul George, absolutely, but like he hasn't played, so people aren't going to vote for him. Rudy Gobert, absolutely not. Towns, that's that's legitimate, but like people when they're voting Jokic, they're not thinking I need I like that's in their mindset that like those two Zion. <laughs> Zion to the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Davis, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony's in the top 10. Like, come on, like, give me a break people. And Deandre Ayton hasn't played like he, he's missed a ton of games. So he's missed a bunch of games. Yeah. like Wiggins was the guy. And I mean, and the guards, like you have, it was Steph, Ja, Luca, who missed a ton of games, Booker, Chris Paul, Clay Thompson, who's ridiculous. Cause he's played five games. Uh, Mitchell, DeJounte Murray. Uh, hopefully he makes the game game and Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Like that's listen, like there's a reason why TJ McConnell's never made the All Star game because he because their their stat the guard position in the West has been stacked for you know 12, 13 years like it just is what it is. So Wiggins was always going to make this team. So I, uh, if you're offended that that you know the fans, the coaches, anyone that votes on this rewarded the guy because he's completely 180'd his career, and whatever, eat it. That's all I got to say to you. Or beat it like Michael Jackson. Yeah, or that. Beat it. So, but yeah, man, good for him. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at the teams in the West. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who. Nobody. 
Like who do you want to like who from the who for from Memphis forward, yeah who from Memphis was gonna was gonna make it so, I know, somebody that's, I just, somebody compared I, his Anderson? stats yet <laughs> somebody compared his stats to Bane on Memphis but come on man like dude wait Wiggins is doing way more for the war ah, whatever it, it is what it is yeah good for him man good for friggin' him yeah and he and barely it, nicked out Draymond so I'm sure Draymond's injury yeah for his weighted score was four point two five and Draymond's was four point seven five so like. You know, there you go. If Draymond would have made it, people would have freaked out too, I'm sure, as a starter. Yeah, exactly. Um, ben Simmons didn't make it, shockingly. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah. Um, what, uh, any, anything else you want to touch on the NBA? Uh, anything else going on? No, I mean, maybe we'll, should we do a trade deadline show? That's Ooh. coming up. Should we do that? Should we each come up with like five? Me, you, and Tori come up with oh. five trades. But you the have mo- to the most NBA thing ever. Just but like, like you fantasy have to, trades. But no, not fantasy <laughs> trades. But like like trades that you actually have to put in like the trade machine to make sure it works and yeah, not just fantasy yeah, exactly. stuff. Yeah, I mean, but that's what NBA fans do. It's just like all right, let's just like play. Let's just make our own. Yeah, but we're not. But yeah, but we're not. And... Yeah, but we're not jerk offs. We're gonna do like actual legitimate. Like I'm not. I'm not doing West Westbrook THT and uh, Kendrick Nunn for. Uh, <laughs> For Ben Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, like Laker, like crazy Laker fans think is like actually going to happen. Like, yeah. like we'll come up with some like legit trades that would help teams and not like. Yeah, I'm just saying, player. like other other sports don't do that. Like that's like an NBA fans thing. It's like oh, I, let's I, just I, like I, let's I, just put a bunch of trades in the trade machine and like. Yeah, but it's gonna be a good one. So maybe we'll maybe we'll do something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe it, we'll do. It's not uh, just you or Tori or anybody. That's just that's like a legit NBA thing. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just yeah. You know, it's what such I mean. a it's such a weird phenomenon. I'm just I, the trade I do machine. Know, I do know what yeah. you mean. Just, well, I think I think as the other sports, it's all just so complicated how that shit works. Like in the NBA, it's like okay, you just need the players to somewhat match, and you need the salaries to be. No, I, I think it's I think the opposite. I think it's simpler in other sports because like you yeah. don't have to have everything match and all that. Oh, it's like oh well, okay. You just like can throw in a bunch of picks and whatever, and, gotcha. and but the NBA it's like it's like got to even out and like certain clauses kick in. It's like because I've I've gone into that trade machine and it's like so and so has a pay increase in March, so this they can't be traded. And I'm like what? It's like yeah. mid season. Like what are you talking about? They have a pay increase in March. <laughs> like yeah. did their annual review come due and then like it just kicks in in Q1 or like end of Q1 like what? What are you yeah. talking about? Like, what, what are, I wonder what Kyrie's is going to be like. Well, you took you took, <laughs> took all this a lot P- of PTO you took a lot of PTO past, uh, past fiscal I, I year. <laughs> oh, that'd be so great. Oh. You, went, you went into the negative. Oh, you? that's oh, that's the other thing I want to talk about. James Harden's let it leak. Sources, he's unhappy with the Nets, particularly Kyrie not playing Take half off the, all the games. Time he wants. Which is which led to uh, the report. Well, the the first report that came out that the Sixers are more interested in holding on to Ben until the offseason for James Harden. And then the next day, shocker, this story dropped that Harden's pissed. Harden's going to test for agency because he's not happy with what's going on there. Which yeah. is funny that Harden's got an issue with, or with, with an issue with somebody being a good teammate after the stunt he pulled in Houston last year. But Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I sent out a lot of those Grinch uh, gifts with, like, the, the 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 devilish smile I'm like wow <laughs> what do you what did i say <laughs> don't sleep on james harden uh, wait what do you mean don't sleep on james harden like that that's that that's part of uh daryl morley's plan because that's the, those two were you know that's the houston connection those guys he's in a pod 
yeah, that that morally might know. And people, well, it's funny because people's like, wow, people, the because even like Philly guys for the most part, like they're down on Maury for not just trading Simmons for you know a couple couple bucks and a cup of coffee. Uh, but it's like, listen, it, they're like, oh, like yeah, the Nets, the Nets are just gonna hand uh, James Harden to a division rival, bop up, and take Ben Simmons. It's like, first off, like there are no rival, there's no rivals in the NBA anymore. There certainly aren't division rivals. Like nobody, nobody sits there and goes, oh man, like who's gonna win the division? It's not like the NFL where divisions that's like a thing because like right. actually, yeah, that's not real. Um, but two, yeah, like hey, they gave up a ton for James Harden. A ton. You think if Harden goes to them in the summer and says, "Listen, guys, this was fun. I- I'm not doing this with Kyrie. I love you, KD, but I didn't. I didn't pick to come here. You guys traded for me, and I'm not dealing with this shit." And he goes, "Oh, they're gonna. Oh yeah, no, no, go ahead. Yeah, we gave up. We gave up seven seven draft picks and like three really good young players. Yeah, okay. We don't want to get anything back in return. <laughs> like, are people nuts? Like the the Sixers obviously. Oh, so you're go- talking about to trade them this year. No, this is like this is this this will happen in the off season when Jay because James trade Hart, him in the off season. If, yeah, because Jay, a free agent? Well, yeah, it'd be a free. It would be a signing trade. Okay. Because the yeah they would have the Sixers would the the Sixers would sign James Harden and as part of the signing trade they would send Simmons and stuff over to the Nets. Like I'm not, it's the, not like the, the Nets would sign Harden. And yeah, then it, trade him no, it's, well, no, the other team signs him. I, th- I don't think like that team. I don't think the old team signs him. Well, you maybe maybe you're right. Maybe the NBA is more complicated than any other sport. But yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's what like it's not like it's like a, it's going to be a player for player swap. Like the Sixers obviously will give up other assets for Harden in that deal to make it work with the Nets. But like people that think the Nets are just gonna if Harden actually is going to leave. The Nets better fucking do something. They gave up like seven draft picks and three players for him. Like, mm. you gotta be kidding me that they're gonna get it. that'll go down as the worst trade in NBA history, especially if they don't win this year. And I don't think it's particularly close. Am I um, wrong? Can you I think of, off the top of your head? Can you think of anything better? Did the Pelicans trade to get to draft Zion? <laughs> no. Uh, well, was that the pick with the li- no? They won the they won the lottery. Plus, didn't Charlotte trade away Kobe Bryant? Yeah, fair. <laughs> a fair, fair point. <laughs> fair, That's pretty fair, bad. Fair, fair point. <laughs> fair uh, point. I don't know. I still think this would probably be the worst trade in NBA history. Oh, actually, yeah. the the I guess the the Nets are involved in one of the other worst trades in NBA history with the the whole the thing with the, the Celtics. Where they traded, uh, they traded like five draft, like all the the draft picks and the pick swaps, and yeah. that's why Tatum, Tatum and Brown are on Boston right now, not on, uh, not on the Nets. That's why Isaiah Whitehead got a couple years in the NBA. Got that right. So it's gonna be funsies. Can't wait. NBA is gonna be picking up here as the NFL starts to die. Yeah. All right. Putting a bow on that. Couple bow it. N- couple bow N- it. Couple NHL half clappers. Um. Business as usual in the NHL. Uh, Evander Kane is coming back, and he's going to sign with, Ed, or maybe he already did sign with Edmonton. Uh, there was some weird thing about him crossing the border with like COVID protocols or something. I don't know. This this guy's a headache. He's a punk, uh, and then he's he'll be a fine player, I'm sure, but I don't know. Maybe he'll give Edmonton the spark they need. Ed, Edmonton just Still not close to the playoffs at this point. 
I don't know how this is happening. Just they're just an embarrassing franchise at this point. Drew Edmonton is basically the functional equivalent of the LA Angels. <laughs> um, it's just good, like good one, good one. They've at least made the playoffs a couple times, but like they yeah, can't I get they, do anything. but they they got a ton of talent. They have the best player in the league. They have uh, uh, Connor McDavid, and great name. Yeah, and he they just like right now they're way out of playoff position. Um, uh, maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it's only like six or eight points, but it's it's like they're they have like four teams they have to like leapfrog. Right. Um. Uh, the Penguins just continue to roll. They ended up losing in overtime tonight. Um, and the Avalanche are on fire. So the I think the Avalanche are on top of the league. The Penguins are close. Um. Uh, speaking of Colorado, Nathan McKinnon broke his nose. Uh, they're waiting to see how long he'll be out, but for a hockey player, that might be like no time at all. Right. <laughs> he'll, he'll just rub some dirt on that shit and be back on the ice. Yeah, just rub the ice on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I'm with and, you. Um, uh, and then the All-Star uh, rosters have been announced for the NHL as well. Um, not going to go through them, but uh, excited for some first. There's 20 first timers. Cool. Kir- Kirill Kiprasov from Minnesota. Adam Fox from the Rangers. Cal McCarr from uh, Colorado. Um, let's see. I do have Gensel from from Pittsburgh. Uh, every team has to get a representative, which is a little no- annoying. Yeah. Adam Pellick from the Islanders. Um, Nick Suzuki from Montreal. These are all the first timers. Um. DeBrinket from Chicago. DeBrinket was one of the reasons I was high on Chicago, but uh, man, they they they've been stinking. You see, Soros, his first one, he's a good player. Um, anyway, um, the All Star Game is on February fifth. That's a Saturday. That's my son's birthday. It's my mother's birthday. I did not realize. Did, I think we did we've talk saw, about that. I, 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 it's a thing. I totally forgot. It's a thing. Um, but it's in Vegas, the All-Star game. So, that's cool. Uh, that's all I got for NHL half-clappers. Sweet. I love it. It's good stuff. Which takes us to the NFL second and short. Hut, hut! Omaha! 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 Red 7! Red 7! Red 7! Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. He got 13 seconds on the clock. He said, it was good enough for Goff on prom night. It's good enough for me. <laughs> Man, uh, you know, if you haven't listened to our Gopher 2, check that out. Drew had an all-time epic rant just dismantling, dismembering, and destroying Aaron Rodgers. Loser! Your stupid haircut, your stupid beard. Your stupid mustache. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Um, I but- definitely haven't listened to it 35 times. I've played it for coworkers. I've played it Have for you? myself. Oh yeah. <laughs> the word's starting to spread in the office. They're like, "Hey, I heard you do a podcast." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. Check uh, it out. I gotta. I, it was one of my finer moments where I didn't even pl- like. I didn't plan it ahead of time. Outside, the only thing in that rant that was thought about ahead of time was I did look up Flacco's stats because I was like, uh, that was so on point. <laughs> But that was my whole thing because I was like, you know, I'm thinking about what people, all the excuse makers be like, oh, Flacco. I mean, 
Ravens, great defense, run game. It's like, yeah, he threw 11 tutties and no picks. Like, are we, uh-huh. are, we, are, we, are, we, are we serious here? So, on the road, and he's made one. But, yeah, highly recommend it. It's, I think it's the... I think it's the 52-minute mark. 58, no, 58-minute mark is where it starts in the go for two. Just anyone that's listening now wants to listen. I posted some. I posted it on the uh, our Insta story as well because we're getting so good at technology here on uh, the Two Beer Podcast. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, you know we can only get so much on there um, that we wanted to. But yeah, it was it was great. But bottom line, Alan Rodgers, great talent. Going to be a top 10 all-time quarterback when he's done, but he's a loser. Uh, while we, we're, we've been recording here, my brother just sent us on Big Ben. Uh, 18... We're retired officially, everybody. Yeah, officially retired. Um, 18 seasons are the most by any player without ever playing for a losing team in NFL history. It's wild. Um, it's wild. Uh, he should, by the he, way, I, I didn't he want to. He should thank Mike Tomlin for that. <laughs> Even those couple years he was with Bill Cower. <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. But I mean, Tom, I mean, Bill Cower's had losing seasons, right? He has. Is yeah. Mike Tomlin? No, he's not. Uh, I mean, do the math. Do the math. Do um, the math. So, uh, you know, you great again, great, great job by you on your song. But you, you know that like Big Ben throwing the ball no further than seven yards is just like the last like year and a half. Thing, that was right? the that was the rant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I, the I, I I I didn't want to uh like say anything at the time because you were just on such a roll. No, I know, no, I know. I just it yeah, was yeah, just okay. you know it was just like come on, like the first half of his career. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, was, he was throwing. I know he I was know. at or near the top of yards per completion, yards I, per attempt, and, and all that. No, I know, I know. I you know, just getting the point across. Yeah, I know. Okay, just getting the point across. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. No, it was, but it, it was good. Um. So anyway, for the NFL, we just wanted to go over the betting. Um, yeah. So three o'clock on Sunday, Bengals at the Chiefs. Repeat of Week 17, where the Bengals won to win the division. The Chiefs are minus seven. Uh, and right now, that, that's probably going to go up because right now it's minus one twenty at minus seven for the Chiefs and plus one hundred for plus seven at the Bengals. Uh, the over under is fifty four and a half. The under is actually minus one fifteen, so the betters are favoring the under. Yeah, and I mean then, that that's got to be because the Bengals just haven't. The offense has not looked sharp in right. the two playoff games. And then nine sacks. That's what I can't get out of my mind. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about about the betting here? Um, I I was trying to fit, and I'm just I've been I was busy today and. I mean, if you want research and up-to-date stuff, we're not the podcast for you. But I was trying to figure out if Honey Badger's playing. Do we know? Did he clear protocol? Because he, he he left Sunday with a concussion because his own guy need him in the in the face, right? Uh, I know. Yeah, I know he did leave. Um, if you talk for a little bit, I'm going to type in Tyron. Uh, okay, see if he's playing. End. Yeah. Um, if if Matt if if Badger's not playing, I mean he. You know he's a really big deal for their for their secondary and the passing game. Like Chase, Chase could really finally start to get going if that's the case. To which, and if that if if he's not playing, I kind of like the over and I like the Bengals to cover. I think I still, I still gotta I still gotta go with the Chiefs. They're home. 
until they lose, you got to pick them, right? And, you know, the only time they've lost since Mahomes has been quarterback in the AFC playoffs is because of a bullshit helmet or hands to the, the face call against the Pats. So, but I, I think that's, I think, I think Matthew playing is, is a, is a big factor in, in he both. He was at practice today with a helmet. So they're thinking that they're leaning towards playing, but they, so he's going to play. Know. I'd well, probably they're, they're leaning toward, they don't know yet, but they're, they're leaning that way. I'd probably go the under and I'd probably still take the Bengals to cover the seven, maybe scrambling the get Maybe, maybe it's like a 13 point game and they scramble at the end and get a late touchdown. The Chiefs to what cover. About you? Uh, no, the Bengals cover. The Bengals to cover. Oh, and um, the under, yeah, under and the Bengals and the cover. Yeah. Uh, if Ch- if if Matthew plays, I think, it, or sorry, if Matthew doesn't play, I would go the over. Yeah, I just, I I I'm leaning over. Fifty four and a half is a lot. That being said, twenty five a piece. It's four touchdowns a piece. Yeah. Two a half. That's that part doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. Well, and what was the regular season game? 31 20 34 31. 34 31. Okay. Um it, it, it feels and and like the the Chiefs haven't been able to stop receivers and even if they like Jamar Chase murdered them, um Gabriel Davis murdered them. T Higgins coming off a big game. Everybody uh, but everybody but Stefan Diggs murdered him. Yeah, well, that's I mean they they shut down the primary, but then the secondary got them. Um, I'm leaning over, and I'm leaning Chiefs to cover. Yeah, you think I'm, it's I'm, think, I'm thinking basically. something. I, I think it's close for a little bit, and I think it ends up being something like 35 or 42 to like 21 or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, big second half explosion for them. Then you're saying? Yeah, yeah, a big explosion at the end. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair enough. I can see it. I can see clearly now. I, I'll tell you though, if oh, man, it, everybody's going to be cheering for Burrow though, right? I mean, Joe, Joe pretty much. I, I, mostly, I mean, mostly um, based on Jackson Mahomes just being just a dude. <laughs> it's funny because people usually root for the underdog, but like no one really gives a shit about the Bengals, like not really winning anything in the playoffs since like the late '80s, early '90s. It's all just because of Joe Burrow and how he's so freaking cool. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I love, it would be love, the coolest thing in the world if Joe Burrow like had the last, um, like drive of the game and just like just went down and completed every pass and be just amazing. got the win. Yeah, well, I love uh, I love this comment. I, I I think it was after the Titan game. I don't think it was after the Raiders, but because they were asking him about being the underdog, they like, he's like, nah, you know what? I, I'm tired of this underdog stuff. He's like, we're 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 out here to win it all. We're not underdogs. I was like, yes, yes. I know he's I he's that. so cool. Yeah, he really is. Um, the the over under on passing yards is Burrow two eighty six and a half, and Mahomes pound that over, pound, pound that over two ninety three and a half for Mahomes. Uh, I'd yeah probably right probably over for both. You you think? Uh yeah may, yeah I I wouldn't want to bet the under for either, but I, I'm I'd be most comfortable with Burrow on the yeah, over. Yeah, Burrow definitely take the over on that. Um, oh crap! I pressed the wrong thing here. Oh, um, God, but that's that's, that's, the, that's the only prop we'll, we'll cover. Then okay. the other game, six thirty Sunday Niners, uh, minus three and a half. The Rams, uh, obviously the Niners plus three and a half. Over under forty five and a half. 
Um, the money line's even a little bit tight. Money line Rams minus 180 and money line Niners plus 155. Yeah. How how are you thinking? How are you thinking of this? How, what are you what what are you looking at? Um I'm taking the Rams to cover. I think that they're going to score touchdowns and the Niners are going to settle for field goals. So I think they're going to cover the three and a half. I think I'd go under just because their last, um, I think their last, I think the two games they played this year, I think, I don't think either one of them got to 40 or maybe just hovered around it. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't think cups going to be, you know, breaking for 70 yard touchdowns against the Niners defense. Like he, uh, like he's done the last, the last two weeks. But I, I still think the Rams, it's just going to be hilarious that Stafford's going to be in the Super Bowl, and I'm just going to continue to eat crow because of how bad, 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 bad I bashed him and the Rams for making that trade. I just, I love it. listen, love the Niners, love Jimmy G. Guy's got a great playoff record. Teddy, uh, you know, it'd be great for him to get his boys in there again. I just, I, I just think the Rams are rolling right now, and, and the defense has been really good. What about you? What's your take? What's your take? Agreed. Uh, pretty much, you pretty much nailed everything I, I wanted to say, and you probably said it better. Um, I, I, I think it's one of those games where it's like the the Niners stay within arm's reach. Yeah, and never really just and never really yeah. like get there. Um, and I, I, and so yeah, I like the Rams to cover three and a half. Probably something like. 2316 or something or 2313 or 20 like i don't uh 12 
Um, yeah, they. I think. I think. I was gonna say. I think. I think you're gonna see Van Jefferson and Higby have uh, be be critical to to Van, what they do. Van here. Jefferson is thirty and a half, and Higby's forty and a half. I would. I'd go over on both of those. To be honest with you. Uh, the one I like is Jawan Jennings, twenty-five and a half. The over, because I feel like when the Niners play good defenses, they and like he's like their third or fourth option, and like he just comes up with so many clutch plays for them. So twenty twenty. That's actually that's a really good number because yeah. if he he could get three first downs for twenty yards, he seems to get like big first downs for them. But um, twenty-five and a half. I kind of like that. Um, okay. Let me just let me see if there's any that I'm. No, that that was it. I want I, for rushing slash receiving. They only have Elijah Mitchell and Cam Akers. I, I wish they had Debo on that anyway. So that's that's the betting angle on, on the uh, NFL. Okay, um, I got got nothing else to say there. I'm looking forward to it. It's my wife's birthday, so who knows how much I'm gonna get to watch. Actually, I didn't, I didn't even put two and two together until this very moment. So, hmm. yikes. Um. You got anything else on the NFL? No, nah, man. Should be. Uh, I'm. 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 I'm looking forward to both games. I, I don't know that they'll. I mean, nothing will live up to last weekend, obviously, because I mean, every game ended on a walk off, for God's sakes. But yeah. Um. Yeah. It'll. It's be interesting to see how how these games, how these games play out, and if they're actually close. So. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, and then to end beer one, let's do the parlay. Parlay, 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 parlay. We won. We won last. We, <laughs> we took the over, baby. Well, we hammered. Yeah. We 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 both were hammering the Rams over the uh, the Buccaneers, which <laughs> looked like it was totally in jeopardy uh, when the Rams decided to screw around for a quarter and a half. But we and we, we hit we the both over. like the over in the uh, the Bills Chiefs game too. Yeah, we needed. Yeah, we needed. We needed the Bills to score that touchdown that where they went up the first time with like we, two minutes left. Yeah, we got it, and then like somehow somehow there was like we, four touchdowns. Yeah, there was like that. four touch four subsequent touchdowns, so we killed that too. So we murdered it. Uh, so I'm gonna take will be for like twenty one bucks. I'm gonna take the Ramses. I'm gonna take them to cover cover three and a half. Go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Keep rolling the Rams, man. I'm just gonna keep rolling them. All right, I'm gonna go to hockey on Saturday night. Sharks, Going back to this, huh? Yeah, Sharks Panthers. I'm gonna take the over. Okay. Um, I'm assuming it'll be either five and a half or six, and I'll take the over. Okay. All right, love cool. it. Let's finish beer one. If you got any left, let's do it. Let me get this mango juice over here flowing. Like pour ah. a little more. What was your you're... first beer? I wasn't actually listening to you. I I was wondering. Uh, Toppling Goliath, King Sue. Nice, nice. I thought that's what you said. Yeah, the T Rex arms. Yeah, baby. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Assume let's positions. Roll it. Three, two, one. This is my last Nugget Nectar, my fifteen pack that I've had for like a week and a half. <laughs> what a drunk. Yeah, so I gotta go get another fifteen pack, but because those I are the, gotta... those are the big suckers, right? Or those are the twelve mm-hmm, ounces? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are the twelve ounces. Oh, all right, maybe. All right, I, that's fine. Then I guess you're not cranking a sixteen ounce or nugget nectar a day. <laughs> nugget nectar <laughs> a day keeps the doctor away. Oh, good point. Look at that. Oh, look at look at you, clever girl. Um. Okay. 
What are you drinking? D- drinking more mango juice and tequila, man. Okay, well, just keep I, rolling. I say I didn't want to just move on without. You oh, I thought I. Oh, sorry, I thought I had when I when I said I got to pour this mango juice that was there. So, Sikoro oh, tequila. I thought you meant that for when I said crush beer one. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Sikora to kill everybody. Bye, keep keep making Michael Jordan and Jeannie Bus richer. That's what I do. Got it. Um, okay, two orders of business for beer two. Two! Three orders, actually, but go ahead. Three. Three. Three! Well, hold on. Okay, well, see, I was going to hold the one back as a surprise, but now I'm interested. Oh, so, so I guess we have Four! Four! Four. How many passes? What? How many passes? You, I think you are right. It is four passes. Yeah. I, I always thought it was five. No, it's four. Four! Got the um, sound bite. Four. You want me to do my surprise first? Okay, yeah. So, we never actually gave you a punishment for um, me winning the uh, the second and short uh, pick em by the spread. Oh, we kind of just got. We started getting so excited in the uh, in the go for two weekly go for twos. I kind of forgot that we should do that. That's. I think it's kind of a biggie because we did that what seven eight weeks. We had, we did that after we got eliminated from the guillotine, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's kind of a big deal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a choice. You get to pick one of two things. I don't. Okay. Neither is going to be particularly enjoyable. Oh God. Number one, you are to dress up like Johnny Lawrence <laughs> and record yourself saying Johnny Lawrence quotes for two minutes. <laughs> okay, I would love to. I don't you don't need I... to get a wig. You do not need to get a blonde wig unless – well, you de- your daughter's probably got we, – we, you can get creative with that now that I think about it. I bet okay, you she's so got a blonde wig sitting that. around. Do I just – are you saying I need to record in selfie mode and just like? like However, this is, you you can you record in selfie mode. You get you get you know one of those rugrats to just record you. You can walk around the house and just start screaming Johnny Lawrence quotes. Whatever you want. And then okay, here's where my lack of technology skills comes in because I could record all these, but like, how would I splice them all together? It'll we're gonna we're, it's gonna happen. Teddy Teddy will tell you how to do it. Okay, what's, what's the other option? <laughs> well, it's not, it's not much different, but two, you can you will dress up as a Peaky Blinder and you can rail off two minutes of Peaky Blinder quotes. <laughs> okay, um, both good. I'm gonna need some time to figure out the technology aspect of that. Ted Teddy, though, he's a guy. Okay, I bet you. I bet you. You. I bet you. You can just videotape them and send them to him and he'll be able to use his like apple like video thing to get it done oh totally it's gonna happen oh yeah you can tell how technolo- technologically advanced are by i don't want to i don't i don't want i don't want to know which one which one you choose i just wanted to get posted on our instagram account at two beers podcast uh when it's done and so you can tell how technologically advanced we are by us still referring to it as videotaped <laughs> yeah good 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 uh good call on that but yeah i mean me i mean me I've been i'm gonna rewind to, it so. i i meant to i meant to to hash or to dish that out on the the cobra kai pod but i just had we i we just had so much fun just quoting the season four 
I just like totally forgot. But yeah, that's your that's your cry. I feel I feel like I, I feel, feel like, like it was. Oh, per- you know, I feel like Johnny Lawrence with my lack of technology. Because what did what did he say? Hash brown something. Hash brown. Hash-, hash brown that and send it to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you have and to then- connect. You have to connect to the Wi-Fi, man. This isn't the Geek Squad. It's a pawn shop. Oh, uh, it's so good. So, so good. okay. So on that note, let's let's talk about Ozark midseason. Midseason. So the whole the whole seven part one seven episodes are out. We stopped at episode four. So if you're not four. up, if you're not up to episode four, don't listen. But if you are up to episode four beyond, listen to what we got to say. So that's we're gonna cover the first half and then have what second half wishes. Yes, I like that. I like. All right. That. What? So what do you? You go ahead and tell us where are we, Drew? Yeah. What so so, so the season the the season starts with a scene with the birds driving on a highway in a car. I don't know that they actually say where they're going. I, I'm assuming it's Chicago, but I I can't remember if they you know. It basically, they were talking but, about where they're going. I for, it was to some event. I, I didn't, yeah. Maybe it was a benefit, and Wendy was just like, if you don't yeah, want to go, it you don't have kind to. Of benefit or something. Yeah, I, I just I can't remember the actual specifics around it. But um, they're, you know, they're there, they're driving, and then the next thing you know, uh, a huge 18-wheeler is in the wrong lane, driving towards the birds. Marty swerves out of the way. The car flips off the highway and stops, and then the Ozark scene comes on so uh and then you now realize that you're in like we're now doing a flash you know flash forward yeah flash forwards here for the rest at least the re- i'm assuming what is the rest of season the first half of season four well that uh, was a flash forward <coughs> now we're gonna go backwards i'm so yeah i'm sorry yeah yeah, yeah 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 so what we're watching now has already happened basically yeah and starts out where they left off down in mexico um at navarro's navarro's house wendy and marty are just cleaning brains out of their hair which is <laughs> phenomenal just phenomenal it's like huh. yeah yeah you got you got a little piece of helen's uh helen's brain right here let me let me get that for you so uh they're they're down there and you know navarro basically lays after he introduces him to his nephew who apparently is you know a high roller in the organization organization uh Javier, is that who it is? Javi? Javi, yeah. And when they're behind closed doors, he basically goes, uh, yeah, I wanna get I wanna get out of this. You get your that FBI agent that you're that's on in your pocket. Make make sure tell her she needs to find a way for me to basically uh, get for immunity for everything I've done and be able to come and go as I please. Yeah, go and- from the number one most wanted criminal in the world to uh, being able to move about freely. Yeah, and the birds are just like, uh, you got any more of that cocaine, heroin that you're selling lying around? Because there's no chance that happens. And uh, he says, listen, when when you you do this for me, you're you're free to go. So <laughs> that's that's basically you know the Marty you know the Marty and Wendy um, their doings here in the first four episodes. Trying to work with the FBI agent. It's Maya, right? Maya's her name. Yeah, Maya um, Miller. Trying, trying to work with her to strike some type of deal with Navarro that can somehow get them free and get everybody to live happily ever after. Uh, 
there's a there's a great scene where they they convince her to meet him by herself on a plane uh where she is hooded and handcuffed zip tied uh just the suspense they build in these scenes is so friggin' good, man. Like, which I thought it was weird. That she she did not have a hood on the way back. That was weird. Well, because right? he was leaving. I mean, they're not gonna. They obviously switch. Like they they obviously don't. They're never. They're not gonna travel to the same place twice. So. So, but I still don't understand why hood put a hood on her on the way there, but not back. I. I just imagine in case, maybe, who knows, maybe she's wearing earrings that are, you know, I got a little video camera in them. She's wearing ah! a wire. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I guess, eh, okay. Anyway, any hoodles. Um, and so the effectively they're, they're trying to figure out what can, she, she you know, Maya basically says, hey, listen, dude, uh, here's a list of like 20 things that you're going to have to do for this to even work. Uh, jail time, guns, drugs money ratting on people and he's just kind of like nah i don't want to do any of that uh meanwhile back back in the ozarks uh uh, uh, uh ruth why do i keep forgetting ruth's name i don't know why you keep forgetting ruth's it's name. insane ruth ruth and wyatt are now going to be business partners with darlene selling her 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 heroin that she grows into the field in the in the fields here and you know, great scene where they're at their they're at the breakfast table, eating, eating bowls of cereal. They're talking about different ways to try to you know get distribution because the uh, the sheriff is 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 killed by Javi 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 just sitting in Helen's house, and Darlene's just sitting there like, uh, what like what are these two like children talking about like they they're running things here I'm in charge. And uh, and yeah. Ruth and Ruth her head talking. was about to explode. Yeah, it was while she's like nursing this baby that she cut out of a the pastor's wife and killed. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it, it, Ruth goes percentages. She's like, you know, twenty five each for me and Wyatt, and then obviously you get fifty, and then Darlene's like, yeah, your percentage is fine. Me, me and Wyatt are gonna we're gonna take care of that seventy five percent, which is just so just creepy that this continues to be a thing. Yeah, so. So Ruth has to find other distribution. Uh, she ends up contacting some of the high rollers that she met and made contacts with while she was working on the uh, the Riverboat Casino. Uh, convinces this famous chef. I don't know that we met him in any of the other seasons. I feel like he's a new character. I, I certainly don't remember him. From he may the, have been there, but he wasn't. He didn't have any focus. Yeah, none at all. So uh, gets convinces him. Or Darlene still isn't having any because of the profile. Uh, then once, like, like with all things, once she sees stacks of cash, she gets, oh yeah, uh, I knew you were the right person here. Um, and they, uh, they use the, the celebrity chef as an influencer to let the other high rollers know that they have the best stuff basically. Correct. And Ruth is, Ruth has set up, she bought the, the lazy eye, the hotel where the lazy O yeah, the lazy O where she used the lazy to, eye. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> Where she, where she, where she worked in the beginning of the series uh, with Wyatt when they first uh, stole the birds, uh, you know, the cartel, the cartel money, and uh, how everybody got introduced. Uh, so that's how you know that's how they're gonna try to launder, you know, launder the the money. Uh, all right, the kids, uh, Jonah's like, you know, everything else that's gone on, you know, has been perfectly okay, but. 
Uh, he's not taking too kindly to the fact that Wendy basically aided uh, the death of um, his uncle Ben. The murder. Yeah, the murder. He wants nothing, basically nothing to do with his mother anymore. To the point where he volunteers to launder for, for Ruth and, you know, Darlene's little drug enterprise. Which yeah. Darlene, like, it's like Darlene would never let that fly anyway, which is kind of hilarious. And the fact that Jonas, like, oh yeah, she kidnapped me and shaved my head. Like this, yeah. Let me let me do this. Let me let me be in a hotel by myself where this woman can come in at any time. Yeah, yeah this, strange. This, this this makes sense. So. Uh, and the daughter, the daughter really hasn't played. She's going to be taking over Ruth's job at the casino, but she hasn't really done a ton. Charlotte. Yeah. So, a little subdued. She made, yeah, she, 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 uh, she gave Helen's daughter the four one one on. Yeah. Uh, your mom's most likely dead and don't tell anybody or we're going to kill you. Yeah. Outside of that, like Javi's got this weird thing for, like, I don't know. They're Javi going wants to bang like a 16 year old. It's so, which strange. is, yeah. Uh, yeah odd very odd um so that's like she really again she hasn't done much and then you really haven't seen much of the kansas city mafia outside of uh the dude's son who got his uh dick shot off uh with a you know with a crutch there was like a, a slight hesitation in a, a conversation with him and his dad when darlene left that makes you think it gave me a little godfather vibe where maybe uh you know, you don't speak against the family and where they might try to take out the dad and he'll run things with Darlene for distribution. So that's all you've seen of them. And I guess the biggest, the other big thing is we have Wendy. They're, they're trying to, they're trying to solve the problem of the Snells selling heroin, um, and drawing attention to what they're doing. Uh, getting enough money and political power to basically run the entire Midwest while trying to help Navarro get his freedom. So they they try to strike a deal with a opioid company. Is that right? Is that am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah that the- basically basically the uh there was some scandal on to on they were doing some dirty dealing, so the company's trying to clean up its name and in order to basically their their proposal to them is we can we can we can cut your product costs in half of having to get you know heroin from um where the hell are they getting it from jo afghanistan afghanistan and maybe some other basically legitimate sources yeah and we can provide you with illegal sources which we can basically integrate into your legal sources yeah which would cost you half yeah and to save your company and at the same time you're getting you're getting illegal drugs off the street you're basically instead of it being sold on the street you're using it to try to help people that are addicted to this stuff yeah uh and that it all it's all working it all seems great and then javi you know who's just i don't under uh, we'll talk lo- about this he's a loose cannon yeah man. very loose cannon he just keeps showing up when navarro tells him not to and he's basically bringing the the heroin in for the drop-offs and once once they come up with the idea to sell basically sell him out and his gun trading uh navarro to try to start getting you know building goodwill with maya he gets paranoid and isn't going to supply the heroin anymore. I don't understand why that's his call, but whatever. 
And so that leads to the end of episode four, probably my favorite scene of um, of the season where Marty Marty shows up at Ruth's house. They're sitting there drinking some beers and he basically goes because you can tell like he generally likes Ruth and like of everybody there, like he would rather just hang out with her than anybody else. And he basically tries to, you know, lets her know, hey, um, you know, what if we bought what if what if we bought all your heroin? And you just made a huge score here, and so that's where episode episode four ends with them thinking it over together on a couch overlooking the uh, the lake. Yeah. So, and the only tidbit to leave you left out there was that. So, um, Ruth was pushing the Snells heroin, and everything was going great until the celebrity chef OD'd. Yeah. And then he was once he OD'd, he was like, I, I I'm not pushing your stuff anymore. I, I'm out. I can't I can't be ODing on heroin. And so all of a sudden they have nowhere to go with their heroin. Right. And and since Javi just kinda like gets paranoid about he doesn't know that his uncle Omar Navarro is basically selling him out so that he can get his immunity, he dis Javi decides I'm not delivering anymore, so now the birds can't deliver the backroom deal to the uh, Shaw Medical Company, so they are stuck on giving the Shaw Medical Company the uh, raw materials. So Marty just makes the last-ditch effort of going to Ruth to get the Snell's opium, and the Snell. So both of them are are in like a hard luck situation. So it's just kind of even though they hate each other, and they don't want to. They don't even want to be with each other, let alone do business with each other. But mm -hmm. lo and behold, they got to do business together, and so they, like you said, they're just drinking beer, cutting a deal. So, yeah, it's all right. And the other thing, uh, there's there's a private investigator that's snooping around. Yeah, I guess Helen's Helen's husband, because remember that was like a divorce. They were going through a divorce last season. You never met the guy. It's just you know that's just was one of the storylines. He's being hired to like find her. I mean, I don't know how much he's getting paid that he's being this persistent on a dead end. But I don't think I don't think it's really a PI. I think it's like like the CIA or something. Really? Oh, well, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll we'll put a put a put a pin in that uh, for second season hopes. Or, I sorry, thought that was pretty obvious. No, I thought he was actually a. a, a I mean the 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 beginning of episode four where he. He's really it, oh, doing no. all that just to try and close the divorce. Oh wait, no. I think sorry, I think I started episode five. So there's like an opening scene on an episode five with him. So yeah, we'll see. But all right, that's fine. Um, but he's snooping around, and yeah, that's we'll see where that goes. Uh, what was your what are what are if you had to pick out a couple favorite lines or scenes or just like what are you doing moments? What are what are some of yours? Because I have a few. Oh, I'll go first the, if you need time to think about it. Oh, no, the, the biggest what are you doing scene was, well, two of them. One, Javi killing the the sheriff. Right. And it's just like, okay, that was not necessary. And then also um, Darlene killing the limousine driver. Oh, it's that was like, bad. <laughs> it's like, Darlene. <laughs> just I love chill. it. Uh, I just – I. The, the, the more I'm not going to be blackmailed. I know how these things go. Just, just in the middle of the I know, night, I know just cocks, kind of. cocks the shotgun and just blows away. And why it's like crying like a little girl, like oh my god, like oh, it's great. Um, Wendy just 
is just addicted to lying and um, not she, listening to Marty ever. Well, she well well that was my second one. Uh, sorry, the first one of of lying. Like, why does she have to drag her dead brother, who nobody knows that he's dead, that he's just missing? Good PR. And, and said that he was addicted to drugs when he was mentally ill. He wasn't addicted to drugs, and it's just like Marty's like, yeah, you're uh, bringing all this unwanted. Uh, publicity onto your brother and that's not what we need um and then turns out her dad is actually alive which that was a little bit sloppy writing i thought that like hey all of a sudden her dad's actually alive did they have they did they say he was dead before no they was they were silent to it but like all of a sudden you're just going to introduce that i don't know it was a little bit strange but okay um and then, yeah, she's just, like, the worst. Like, Marty keeps giving her good advice, and she just keeps bitching him out. Yeah. Uh, it's just so annoying. And just doesn't listen. Yeah, the scene where the uh, the new sheriff is questioning them, and she's, like, purposely putting, like, trying to put Ruth out, who, like, first off, Ruth knows everything about, for, forget the right. Jonah part, because Marty was, like, you, you remember how jo- our 13-year-old son, 14-year-old son is, like, laundering money for her? And she's like, good, well, maybe he'll get arrested. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll bring him back to us. But, like, Ruth literally knows everything you're doing. Right. She knows where the – like, in the, in the words of uh, Jamie's father from Yellowstone, she knows, she knows where the bodies are buried. Like, I – Yeah. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you thinking, Wendy? Oh, yeah, my God. it was God. So stupid. It was, it, it was very stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. So – and, I mean, Darlene's – like – you're in a room where Darlene Darlene blew off a cartel the the you know a, a Mexican higher up cartel's face because he called him a redneck. Like, what do you think she's gonna do to you? Yeah, uh, I it makes no sense. Uh, go. What else you got? I think that was it. Uh, no, oh, the, oh, the PI. Um, so to me, the PI it's just like not necessary. Like the show's good without it, and I. I admittedly have to say that maybe the writing is so good and maybe that maybe I'm just uncomfortable I'm very uncomfortable with the whole PI thing just cuz it's like it it's like an unknown and so I'm like okay everything else going on in the plot is good enough to carry the plot and then this PI snooping around just like annoys me and also gives me anxiety every time he, every in scene that he's in and i'm just that's like, the point you're supposed to have, they, they try they try to try to make make you have anxiety I, I know and i'm like well maybe that's just good storytelling but at the but yeah. like it's just unnecessary though at the same time well we don't know yet we don't we don't know if it's unnecessary well uh, whatever i don't know I, I don't know where this is going with him it gives me anxiety every time he's on the screen because I think I really don't think he's a PI. I think he's like CIA, maybe a different, uh, like a like a parallel operation of the FBI because that Maya Miller's in the FBI. That's why I didn't think that he would right. be FB, FBI, but maybe he is. I don't know. Gotcha. How about yourself? Um, my, <laughs> I think my the part that where I just laughed hilariously. And it was such a good line, and Bateman's just so good. When he goes to the Lazy Oak, and he's he's talking to... Lazy oh, O? The Lazy O, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> uh, and he's talking to Ruth, and Jonah's around, and he's like... He's like, he's like, 
really like, you you really think this is a good idea ruth to be working with darlene he's like she's like she's like yeah i can trust her she's like you really think you can trust somebody that shot a guy's dick off yeah <laughs> Dude, I was rolling. I was like, that's hilarious. And he delivers it. Bateman's is so good in his delivery of all these lines. Um, and maybe it's because, like, I just, you think of him in the comedies where he does that stuff. But I, I thought that was pretty hilarious. Um, Dar- Darlene blowing that kid, just blowing that guy to hell because he was basically going to ask for a little extra compensation. Just, like, just shoots him in the middle of the night and goes, yeah, go get some line and bury him out. Go bury him out in the woods. Was, yeah. uh, was really really cool. Um, other favorite scene? I think that's probably my only other. I think those are my two favorite. Washing parts. the brains out of the hair. Yeah, and why? Yeah, oh, obviously, yeah, like yeah, picking Helen's brains out of their hair in the uh, <laughs> in the hotel, in in in, in the, the drug lord's bathroom. So my my one nitpick is. I don't understand why Navarro wouldn't just kill Javi if he's this much of a disruption because he even says to in the first episode to Marty and Wendy, yeah, if I show weakness, like Javi's going to kill me. So like what, what it, you made up you brought up a point we were talking about the other day like oh like I guess it's just family, but I'm like, yeah, but like he he's already said he's going to kill him if he gets the chance. And like he's just messing up plans. Like he's like, "Oh, I can't get involved in him not, you know, not delivering on this uh, this heroin deal. It's like, why? It's your heroin. Like, aren't you the boss? Like that yeah. that that makes no sense to me. How he's rolling that. So that that I'm a little perplexed with. Um, and the uh, I, I I just can't. I can't, Wendy Wendy is so far past Skyler at this point. Me and my my our our Harrisburg buddies of the pod, Jim and Alex, we were like taking a poll. Like, is she? Is she worse than Skyler? And at first I was like, eh, I don't know about that. And then after after the, uh, you know, where she's basically trying to push the sheriff towards the Snells and Ruth, when Marty's like clearly like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, she's way worse than Skyler. It's not even close now. So not only that, but she's awful. just like, she's so evil by dragging her brother into like her, into her like, fake charitable I feel, stuff and like yeah oh i feel like they're also trying to like the way charlotte's been talking like with her tone like i don't know if they're trying to model her like show that she's start slowly becoming wendy or not um so that's yeah, so that's be- that, that that i i a couple of times like especially in her the way she was talking to uh, uh the, helen's daughter helen's daughter yeah, yeah i was, like, yeah, was just kind of like oh you. is this yeah. are we is she is she becoming like wendy little wendy here um and the weird when the weird Javi sex sex vibes towards Charlotte is uh, super weird. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure that's what they're going for, and it's working. Yeah, it's super weird, especially when she's like 17, like drinking champagne and wherever the hell they were in Chicago. I'm just like, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> it it is. There's a lot going on that just makes you very uncomfortable. Yeah. So, looking forward to the last three episodes. Uh, one, I'll be curious to see if the opening scene of the first episode, where the car gets flipped over, gets addressed before this half ends, or if that's something that continues. Yeah, part two. Yeah. Into part two. Uh, I guess you. I guess you gotta assume that. It's probably how part one ends, right? You you gotta assume that 
that somebody intentionally did that like the a big an 18 wheeler just doesn't happen to end up on the wrong side of the road yeah right i, I guess that That's that would be <clears throat> that would be yeah that would be my take um Again, my I kind of already said it. Hey, I, are they gonna? Are they somehow gonna kill the head of the Kansas City Mafia and his son? Uh, you know, is gonna be the Fredo at running things with Darlene. Um, and what is why? Like why? I thought there was a chance Wyatt was gonna try to split on Darlene and maybe he got shot. But like you know, after he like shook off his tears and the limo driver dying, he just like was like yeah. Let me get back to her because uh, she'll be upset. I-, I wonder what it is that Darlene is going to ask him to do t- to for uh, for Ruth. That's going to somehow um, sabotage Wendy. That I haven't gotten a handle on yet. I don't know. But what about you? Um, I'm thinking that that crash scene is how they're going to end part one. That's what I'm thinking. Like you're gonna find out about it, or it's just gonna the, the, it ends with them like they're just going back to that scene. Um, the, they just go back to that scene. Okay. Like like they that they catch up to that point. So their time. fate their their fate of the crash we're still not gonna we're we're not gonna Correct. know that. Okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah, makes that's sense. gonna be the cliffhanger. Okay. It's like that was the first scene that they show you, and that's gonna be the last scene they show you. Okay. Uh, except for this time, we'll know everything leading up to that scene. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I, so you think they're going to try and screw over the birds? Uh, who? You said something, you thought that like Darlene was going to try and get Wyatt and Ruth to screw over the birds with the heroin. Well, cause yeah, well remember, um, when Ruth, when Ruth comes back the next morning to tell her that when he, she goes, I wanted you to hear it from me. He OD'd like they're out blah 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 and then you know she leaves and you know wendy or sorry like i I thought she was gonna say we gotta get rid of ruth to wyatt but like he she goes to uh they're they're based she's basically bad mouthing or uh wendy um darlena's and then she goes to wyatt you know can you i need you to do me a favor and help 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 me with something for um for your for your cousin yeah. And so I, I, I imagine it's going to be something that's going to expose Wendy, the whole Wendy Ben lie, because as Marty continues to say, stop talking about it. Stop trying to bring light to it. Stop, stop, stop. Like that's going to, you know, be a thing. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be. Um, I, I Pretty much every angle is just like. Uh, it, halfway through, I don't ha- really have good clarity on anything. Like, ha- Javi could get murdered. Navarro could get murdered. What's going to happen with Jonah? Like, there's there's so much still to go. It and so, uh, it's the the only question is how much will they cover in the next three episodes versus yeah extending versus, it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, well, my I I anticipate- it feels like there's going to be one big death in before the end of like before episode seven my money is on well i want to say maya but like isn't killing an fbi agent bringing a lot of isn't that like kind of a rule of like these cartels like you don't kill fbi like you can't kill the law kind of thing or no am i just making that up Uh, you might be making that up but i i wouldn't see that it just brings more heat on you if you actually kill like when you kill law enforcement like 
now they're all coming after you because you've killed one of their own. I feel like that's like yeah, a yeah, theme in movies and TV, but I feel like if anybody's going to die, I feel like it's probably Maya's probably going, Javi's probably going to kill her. See, I, can, or her I, baby. I think Javi or Navarro. Okay. I, I, I would struggle for it to be Javi that they would bring in this like nephew for only seven episodes, but I, I, he should have already been dead. So that would make sense. Or if, if he somehow kills Navarro and then it's like, oh, crap, now we have to deal with this, like, ruth- like extremely, like, Navarro yeah. was ruthless, but he wanted <laughs> out. Now Javi just wants to, like, the whole, the whole series The whole series ends with them having to basically, like, uh, allow Charlotte to marry this drug lord so they can live. That's how it ends. <laughs> That's pretty much what's going to happen, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. Um, we'll cover it when we finish it. Maybe next week, maybe the fall, the week after. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, last order of business. Top five, to top five. Bring back the top five battle. We, we wanted to end on something fun, so. What was your other Sorry, surprise? Just, just what, was your, what was your other thing? Are you, just, are you those are my that? two, just Ozark and, and the top five oh, battle. I knew I knew about both of those. You made it seem like I didn't they know about a, one of them. For a surprise for the audience that loves the top oh, five Oh, oh, I thought you meant for me. Oh, no, I've, no, been no, sitting, no, no. I've been sitting here waiting for something cool from you for the last uh, 20 minutes. Anyway. No. So our top five we wanted to do, I guess just in, we were talking about the all the quarterbacks still in the playoffs. Got us to thinking. We wanted to do top five quarterbacks in movies and sh- TV shows. Yes. And I'm pretty sure Drew is going to murder me on this one. But I did my best. I'm not sure why, but I love it. Should we do uh, Should we do honorable mentions? Uh, I only have one. What do you got? So what's, sure. your, what's your honorable mention? Um, and again, I have to caveat this with like all um, of the, all of the best football movies. I don't think I've seen. That being said, uh, Brandon Lang, two for the money. Ooh, oh, that's uh, good. I like that. I I think I, I and here's Matthew McConaughey. It would be on my list, but I don't even remember if I've seen the movie. I I've, I've... <laughs> so how do you how how did you even think of him? We haven't seen uh, the movie. I was googling and I was like, I I remember scenes, but I don't, but I don't know if that means I've actually watched the whole movie or just those scenes. I don't because I don't even remember. But uh, well, he's only he he's only playing quarterback in the first thirty seconds of the movie where he tears his knee up. Yeah, exactly. Well, I shouldn't even say that his knees his knee is uh, basically making the letter L. Yeah, and that's why. Anyway, he gets that was my only does. honorable mention. Gotcha. Okay, I had a few. My. Uh, my honorable mentions: uh, one, Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, high school. Class. He, he he crossed my mind, but like, honestly, like it's it's freaking Napoleon Dynamite. So go ahead. How how dare you, coach? Coach would have put him in fourth quarter, man. They would have won states. You <laughs> still football over those mountains. <laughs> uh, Junior from Little Giants. Uh, you might you this might be one of your top five, but I mean. I think I have my other top five to put on there, but I mean, okay. classic, classic character. The blonde, blonde quarterback comes in to save the day, and uh, some people don't like this movie. I don't think you like the the movie, but I'm going. I'm going to give Adam Sandler some love uh, as Paul Crew from uh, 
what do you call it? Oh god, how did I forget the name of the movie already? <laughs> where he goes uh, to play, where they're playing the football? Yard? Yeah, the longest yard. Where he I never saw it. Yeah, it's I mean it's a remake off of the uh, the Burt Reynolds. Uh, Burt Reynolds was in the original, and they never actually, saw either. Okay, they actually they he's in both Burt Reynolds, which is right. which is fun, which is funsies. But uh, I wanted to pick him, but I never saw either movie. So. That was a that, like you know, Adam Sandler's obviously taking some heat for his post <laughs> post uh, you know two thousand movies. This was I really enjoyed it. I thought this was a good one, so I gave Paul Crew uh, Paul Crew my honorable mention here. Okay, cool. And the quarterback from the program, and I think it's Joe King was his name, but whatever. All right, number five. Want me to go? Or you want to go? Doesn't matter. I'll go first. Johnny Utah from Point Break. Keanu Reeves. He's the former. You never actually see him play play uh, organized football in the movie, but he does have a couple of football scenes on the beach. Uh, I think it's hilarious. Point Break is just a hilarious movie, even though it's not supposed to be. And I just love that uh, John. He's playing football. Like you don't know who this is, man. This is Johnny Utah, quarterback Ohio, Ohio State. Oh, awesome to meet you, man. Have you ever seen Point Break? I have not. Oh God, man. You gotta. We gotta give you more homework. Yeah. Uh, my number five was uh, Mike Winchell from Friday Night Lights. Okay. Um, did we and you go see that no, together? No, I did not. I saw. I didn't see it in the movie theaters. Okay. Um, so, again, a movie was okay. I, I I didn't love it or hate it. And I just remember the quarter. Honestly, I don't remember it that much. But I remember the quarterback kind of, like, stepping up as the movie went on. Um, so I'm going to say Mike Winchell from, uh, or Winchell, Winchell, whatever, from Friday Night Lights. I, I like that because without, without him getting the role in that movie, he probably doesn't do Tokyo Drift. And then doesn't end up in one of these uh, in one of the sequels where he designs a Fiero, a Fiero rocket ship. So, <laughs> nice. So I'm down with that. All right, my number four, your favorite movie, everybody's favorite movie, Sunshine. Ronnie go. Bass from Remember the Titans. Uh, I, everything about Ronnie Bass is great. I, I it's a little bit of disservice. I didn't I didn't pick Rev. I was I was torn between him and Rev. I'm surprised you have him that low. I just, I love Sunshine, man. Uh, He's great. You know, it's just, I love him and Petey. (laughs) You were just messing with Brotier, right? What do you mean? Like, you're not, you know, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter to me, but you're not really, you know. If it doesn't matter, Petey, why do you you need to know? Ah, so, he's so good. Yeah. I can't make that, can't make that pitch, Petey. Well, seeing as how you're never going to play unless we're up, we're up 40 points, don't worry about it. Yeah. That's a good one. I was surprised you have it that low. Um, I'm going to go my number four, Junior Floyd, Little Giants. Okay. I, I, th- I knew you'd have him in there. You yeah, might beat yeah. me, actually. With that, that might that might win it for you, to be honest. Like, And it's not even that he was that great, but I got to say, I was jealous that he could pull Icebox. <laughs> yeah. You definitely, in, in, even, even in, your, in your peak, you couldn't pull Icebox. I mean... It, like she was willing to forego the game and be a cheerleader just to try and get him, and he—that's how cool he was. So, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, my number three. Uh, see, I've gone un- unconventional again here with the quarterbacks. Uh, Varsity Blues. I'm not going John Mox and the Beaks. I'm going my man. God rest your soul, 
Paul Walker, Lance Harbor. Uh, dude, guys, guys got the full ride to uh, to Florida State. Blonde hair, good looking dude. His name is friggin' Lance Harbor. For God's sakes, he's uh, he's making beautiful love to the hot cheerleader on the washer machine. I, come on. Granted, he tears his knee up in the movie, but he is he is the heart and soul of that team. Don't give me this Jonathan Moxley crap. I don't want your life. Yeah, nobody wants your life either, Mox. We want to we want to be Lance Harbor. <laughs> and then he then he heroically coaches the team to victory. Oh God, come on! It's not even close. Not even close. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'd never watch Varsity Blues. So on that note. <laughs> My number three. What did you do? My number three, and I went off grid here a little bit. Okay. I'm, and I'm hoping the listeners give me a little extra credit here for creativity. Dan Marino, Ace Ventura, love the cameo. As, okay. Uh, fast forward straight to the scene at the end. Ace, uh, and where he has the dick and balls tucked between the legs at the end. Uh, yeah. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Hmm. That's that's hmm. going going uh, off the grid there. But Dan Marino, Ace Ventura. Okay. Look, it worked for you a couple polls ago when you went off the grid. Okay, you're you're just you're gonna you're gonna ride that Ace Ventura. Uh, I am forever. I am. Okay. <laughs> my my next two are good. I mean, it's not really off the grid. He, he was a quarterback in a movie. I just it's uh. That's fun. I, I'm just, I'm just funny. It's like, wow, you really haven't seen any of these movies. That that's where you, yeah, you had yeah, to take the actual yeah. NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. All right, I love it. Uh, my number two. My name is Steeman. I'm Steeman Willie Beeman. Steeman. Any given Sunday, Jamie Fox. Steeman Willie Beeman. I almost went off the rails again and almost took Cap Rooney, played by Dennis Quaid, because he's just that squirrely veteran who's just getting emasculated by his wife to the point where he's just like, shut up and leave me alone. <laughs> uh, but well, it, this was really Jamie Foxx's, I think, like really to me is coming out party and like, you know, more of a serious dramatic role and getting away from the comedies. Uh, he's just great. Him and Pacino have great chemistry and steam and Willie Beeman is just, is just the man. Huh? We're down two quarterbacks. Who do we got left? Uh, Beeman who? Great. Uh, my number two is Steaming Willie Beeman. Yes, Steaming Willie Beeman, baby. Have you actually yep. seen the movie any given Sunday? Yes. Yeah, I swear we went and saw one of these movies together. Never. never happened. It did not happen. Okay. We saw Rush Hour 3 together. That was it in college. What? <laughs> That's the only movie we've seen together. We saw it together at the movie theaters while in college. We went and saw Friday Night Lights together. You just don't remember. No, because I, I did not see it. No, that must have been you and Adam. I, I didn't see that movie until it was out on cable. All right. Um, so anyway, rush hour three. That's it. I'm. I gotta know who your number one is. <sighs> Shane Falco I from the replacements. Uh, hilariously, once again, Keanu Reeves, Ohio State quarterback. Uh, have you? You haven't seen the replacements either, have you? Uh I I think I started to watch it one time, and I was like, and then I didn't finish it. <sighs> Uh, you should lose the poll automatically for that. Uh, great movie. I, I, went on, I, went on a, I went on a date to see that movie with this girl, Lindsay. Nice girl. Yeah, really, really sharp. Um, he's awesome. And here's 
This, I mean, this alone puts him as the number one, number one quarterback in the huddle, game on the line. Fellas, I wish I could say something classy and inspirational, but that just wouldn't be our style. I mean, if that's not the Two Beers podcast for you, I don't know what else is. Pain heals, chicks dig scars, glory lasts forever. It's been an honor sharing the field of battle with you. Shane Falco, number one all day, every day. All right, you ready for my number one? If it's Al Bundy, I am disqualifying you. It's not Al Bundy. Because <laughs> he was a fullback. You ready to I, – I know. I, I, I had that image in my mind of him throwing the ball, which he does do in the show. But he was, he was a running back slash fullback. Yep. Um, we, we checked into that. We did. The, only, the most research we've done on the podcast. You ready? I'm going to shock the world. You ready? <sighs> okay. Sunshine. Uh, <laughs> now you're now you're just all right. That you're out. You're disqualified. <laughs> How? You're just you're just trying to he's you're trying only... to, you're trying you're trying to win back the fans. No, that he's the only <laughs> he's the only character and the only thing about the movie I, I actually like. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Because why? It, tell I, us why. Tell us why. I'm going to because I just get a kick out of it because it's like this long. They're in the middle of friggin' Virginia. And this kid from the West Coast comes in, this long-haired blonde, and they're like, they don't know how to take this guy. And they're like, is he gay? Like, what's going on? And then he just whips the ball like 70 yards. <laughs> it's the guy in the back. Yeah. And then, Ooh, a and then cake, like, huh? the, the scene you said, it's like, you're not, are you? And it's like, well, if I am, what's what? why do you got to, if you don't care, why do you got to ask? And he's like, well, I just, you know, and it's just, and it's just, I, and then he, he actually kisses the guy on the mouth and it just, like the balls that he actually has just to leave everybody hanging on whether or not he's gay. I always thought that was, that's the, that's the only part of the movie I actually liked. Okay. And plus he was, he was good. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, bass. Yeah. So I just thought that was, I, I always enjoyed like the sunshine aspect of it and just the, the happy go lucky long haired blonde, uh, that I always got a kick out of that. What so. y'all looking at Sunshine for? When I think of quarterbacks in film, I the first one I always think of is Sunshine. That's nice. I, I'm right. not gonna lie. So okay, shit on the movie, but you picked the character for number one. I I don't. I, it smells fishy, but I'm gonna allow it. I, I don't know what to say. That's when I think <laughs> when I think of when I think of fictional film quarterbacks. Think I think of Sunshine. So I think I think of Shane Falco. So yep. Okay. All right. So good list, good list. I think uh, I I think you're I wish win. I had seen uh, I I wish I had seen um, the original Longest Yard so I could have put Burt Reynolds in there. You would uh I I don't does he pl- I don't know if he plays the quarterback. Yeah, he definitely does. he does. I I googled yeah, it. And he plays into the it. quarterback, right? Yeah. I wa- yeah. I wanted to lie and just put it in there anyway, but I was like ah, I, I don't want to do it, that. Yeah. He plays the he plays the yeah. He, I mean, coaches him in the in the remake, but uh, you, yeah, you've never seen the remake, right? Is what you said. I've never seen either. It's fun, yeah. The remake's fun. I, again, I for all for all Adam Sandler movies post two thousand, like this one was actually like pretty entertaining. Michael Irving's in it. The uh, um, what do you call it? Nelly. Who's who's the big muscular guy? That's uh, uh, uh commercials does he do? I the Rock. No, no, uh, I I forget who he is. Vin but, Diesel. Uh, we took nobody from Draft Day. I never saw Draft Day. Uh, 
Gotcha. Never, why would I want to watch a movie about the Cleveland Browns making a Brian draft pick? <laughs> I mean, I, that's just that's just the the scenery. Like it's it. I people shit on it, but I like the, I don't care. I like the movie. I want my draft kicks back. My draft picks back, and David Putney, you can't pancake eating motherfucker. Yeah, like Costner. Said. Costner at his finest. <laughs> Costner at his finest. <laughs> he's 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 uh he's sleeping with Jennifer Gardner on the side. Oh my god, it's like he's guy. Come on, this is <laughs> it's the best. All we all all that movie needed was Beth somehow the the actress that plays Beth Dutton to be in it, and it would have been amazing. <sighs> all right. Um, on that note, you got anything else? Nah, I guess we gotta we gotta get Book of Boba Fett scheduled here the next couple of weeks. Get a how many get, episodes is that? I don't know. I'm I'm I've watched the first like three, so I gotta cut. I, Appar- I, I am appar- appar- apparently whatever happened last night episode was five. Yeah, I, was, I watched it. Was it was amazing. So I watched it. It was oh well, don't, I didn't. So I have a little nitpick on it. It was amazing, but like oh, okay. I got a little a little bit, little bit. Uh, it's, but it was it was cool. So. Uh, okay, so you're so you're all caught. Yeah, I got a I've been I've been so Ozarked out here, and uh, I watched I crushed another Apple TV series, so I'm a little behind. What on, uh, what what series did you watch now? The Shrink Next Door. You watched the whole series? I did. Yeah. <laughs> How many episodes? There's only eight. Half hour, or an hour. Uh, 45, 55 minutes. <sighs> I can't keep up with you. And I, I told watch you, man, I'll, 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 wake, I'll wake up at 7, crush an episode. I'll watch an episode before bed, you know, before I tuck myself in around one thirty. Are you so, – was it good? Um, It's not a comedy at all. Like these two I, – I, I was skeptical at first because I was like, uh, do I really want to watch something where like we're trying to just show off the acting chops of Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd here? Uh, they were incredible like from an act – just pure acting perspective. Uh, the show, the series was good. Like it makes you sad because I don't know if you know the premise, but like basically the therapist takes advantage of, you know, his patient and doesn't steal his money, but basically tries to like basically pretends everything he does and owns is his. Um, so it's kind of sad, but like it's, it's, it's really well done. And I said, Farrell. Pharaoh and Rudd, like they really did act their asses off in it. So I mean, you know, I wouldn't say you know prioritize it over like finishing C or the other stuff. Yeah, we so I watch. still have to watch season two of C. Yeah, but it's I mean it's good. Yeah, and like I said, like I like Farrell and you know, I mean I love Paul Rudd. I know you're iffy on Rudd, but uh, I like Rudd and I mean you know Farrell. Like I said, Farrell was really good. And soon enough, like. Uh... Peaky it's all Blinders coming back. Peaky's coming be... back. Oh my gosh, dude! Ah, we, we didn't, we so didn't, we didn't, we didn't get, uh, we didn't get our scribe Teddy to research that for us yet. But, but that'll be back. Uh, Last Kingdom will be back. Oh, so much. Yeah, so much coming. So yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll have to sneak a couple episodes in. Okay. Uh, we'll started. see. We'll see what we could do. Um, I, I, I can't wait to finish Ozark though. Yeah, me too. All right, man. On that note, Drew, as usual. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. 
Go on and throw it out, talk about anything that makes you get loud.